Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back. Just some back of what he didn't gave me. Just a portion. You know, just, I'm just trying, man, to, to, to show some type of gratitude for all his blessings. I'm just trying to, man, just... Just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time. Man, you got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, and, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, uh, trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second-place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to, you want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want? You know, to be recognized within the bonus structure down at your job. Don't you want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people people kill me when they get mad at at, at people, yeah. and he brown nose, and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability, and he getting recognized for it. What that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. It's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? Hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When, let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up. Here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up into opportunity, what would you have? No, sir. It's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong, just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. 
Are you wrong for this? You know, you're wrong. What you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you. This is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way, to get it figured your way and to lock in on your way. And this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking a blessing? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, cause it's the way you do it. You think that make it the right way? You think jazz cause you done thought on it long and hard and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way? Or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way. Because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God. And ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go and let God. You've heard them say that. I didn't, I didn't get it, but I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's amazing little saying, though. Now, you know, you may not get it now. It it took me a bunch of years to get it, too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a, a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day, ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He, he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen. Because I'm open to it. So, really, man. I'm, I'm, and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together though. See, know your goals and your dreams and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and, and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. 
you know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way, if you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the hand, you don't, hey man, you better go have a relationship with God, see what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that, all right? All right, y'all, talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me have your attention, please. I don't know if you realize it, uh, but today is another new day. Brand new opportunity. That, that sun. It, 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 it's up again, uh, again, without fail. It shows up every day at his will. We have the nerve to be here and not recognize the fact that there is a power, a source so great that we have nothing to do with it, but yet we should appreciate it. We really, really should, man. And I do, and I just want to acknowledge that today is a new day. That today is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm just glad, yeah. man. I don't, I don't know what else to say to y'all. And please, man, stop saying that you're not a morning person. Stop saying you get up on the wrong side of bed. Why don't you open up your mouth and be grateful that you are a morning person? That you got up this morning. Whatever side of the bed you got on, at least you got up. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody was here yesterday, ain't here today. I don't know why you don't get that. I'm not a morning person. Ain't that the goal to get to the next morning? And then he give you the grace and dignity to get here. He give you this huge blessing. And then you get here. Now you can I ain't a morning person. Well, lay that in. Hey, go on. Let the whole morning go. As a matter of fact, you don't, you don't get up to noon. Now, when you do get dressed, when you go down to that job that you ain't got no more, and you got to turn in that car that you can't pay for, and they come and put that sheriff's notification on that door that you can't afford because you don't want to be a morning person. It's a trickle-down effect. (laughs) And it starts with just simply being grateful for waking up because if you lose that, I can't tell you the stuff that's going to follow. You better get glad about waking up. I'm sorry, Junior. I'm taking a little extra time. My apologies, but I'm on one. Y'all see you. (laughs) Because I just realized the trickle-down effect of not being grateful in the morning. Hmm. I'm not going to be a morning person. Well, lay that in. Yeah. You go to work around 10, 30, 11 o'clock when you feel like it. 
and watch what happened. They're going to give you a little slip of paper. It's going to have a pink tone to it. <laughs> it's going to all go downhill from there. Now, you're going to yeah. be able to go and get yourself some unemployment, but that's going to be a third of what you're already struggling on. A third of what you're already struggling on. And now it starts to happen. Lord have me. Junior, I'm sorry, man. Go nah, you got anything, nah. man. No, nah, Unc, I, I think you're absolutely right, man. Be a morning person. Be grateful, man. You can, you can have my condition. Hell, I got to be grateful every morning. I ain't on, in no man. hospital. Man, I'm doing well. My energy's up. I'm glad to be at work. Man, Tommy it, ain't in no hospital. What's up, Tommy? Yeah. Come on, man. Come right? on in here. I'm man, cancer so free, baby. You ain't in the hospital. What? Cancer free CF. Yeah. Yes, man. sir. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We grateful. I ain't in. The, I've been to the hospital more times this year than I've gone in my entire life put together. Yeah. Since last November to this month right here, I've been to the hospital more times than I've been in my total life. And guess yeah. what? I got a clean bill of health. Man, yeah. thank you, Heavenly Father. Because <laughs> that's what did. Because the yeah. medical report said I was sick. <laughs> yeah. He said, no, he ain't. <laughs> Whose report would you believe? All right. What? Come on. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Pastor and Deacon are here for church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam and church complaints. We. <laughs> oh, gavel. Yeah. We gather in this most pontificously way. Mm. We pontificate in the bowels Mm. of longevity. Uh We loosen the grip Mm. of damnation, holding on to salvation. Mm. We indemnify. Indemnify. Glorify. Uh-huh. Magnify and Spotify. And Spotify. All things that are mm. musical to our ears. I didn't know we Let started. us all be gratuitously, mm. gratuitously. Ain't that vocabulary? Good oh, girl. Lord have mercy. Ain't I? Strong <laughs> will. Well, come on, Deacon. With these church ah, glory. All right. We have an issue with one of our celebrity deacons. Uh, you may have to speak with him. Uh, they want you to talk to Deacon Shaquille O'Neal. He's gotten caught up uh, with these kids fashion. He's been putting on skinny jeans. And a couple of days ago, he couldn't get out. And Deacon Charles Barkley had to cut the jeans off of him. Uh, you're going to have to have a conversation with Deacon Shaquille O'Neal. Well, uh, I want to bring something to your attention. Uh, Those were not skinny jeans. Those were Levi loose fit boot cut. (laughs) Just when they slid them on his big ass, they (laughs) came across as skinny jeans. We are trying to find now, we're down at the, uh, what is this company I've seen on TV? Uh, 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 got, got the clothes for Lumberjacks. Uh, start with a D. Uh, what is that? Uh, Duluth. Yeah, we're trying to find Duluth to see if they got something for Shaq to wear 
Uh, lumberjack clothes. We lumberjack. More big side down at Big and Tall. Let me tell you. Boy, yeah. All right. All right. Moving on. We have um, a situation here. The Eastern Stars have started a new membership. Now, Sister Juanita Dixon is entering the process. She says they are pledging her like a sorority. They got her shelling peas at midnight, cleaning chitlins, and washing baseboards. She wants you to step in and say something because she about to drop line. That's what she says. She about to drop we, line. <laughs> we going to leave them eastern stars alone, Deacon. You going to uh -huh. be in a situation you're not fully aware of. Most of them eastern oh, I, stars I didn't know. Are, are affiliated with the Masons. And uh, uh -huh. you about to bring a whole heap of problems on yourself. Because, see, you uh -huh. young, Deacon, so you uh -huh. just fires off without thinking it through. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. My what, what we're was not fit to do is have them coming for okay. us. Because yeah, they sneak up on you. don't know who they are. Because mm -mm. they disguise in, in, in they, they being walkers and canes and they look like they harmless. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden, up. all hell break loose. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Now, now, now you know. Next. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry to all these people. I just move on. Okay. I'm running your uh, damn mouth. Well, here's another group we need to deal with. Uh, we have a new ministry that has established the Karen Ministry. It's eight white women who are members <laughs> of the JPJJ. Now, their mission is to get out, uh, to get people to understand their point of view. Now, one of them told Sister Regina Haywood. She wasn't supposed to be in the church kitchen after church, and Sister Regina whipped up behind all through that kitchen. You're gonna have to talk to the Karen ministry. They are no, already out of control. No, we we are uh, we are welcoming <laughs> the Karen committee <laughs> to go through neighborhoods everywhere <laughs> and remind other Karens and uh, like-minded white folk. <laughs> What the cost of voting for Donald Trump has done. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, he done got real jiggy with it because he mm -hmm. in the White House. Yeah. But y'all ain't in the White House. Okay. Y'all out here know. by our house. <laughs> and all outside our house ain't number to ask with. That's right. That's right. So we, are, we are asking the Karens to continue to point out Another fine, satisfying racial moment. <laughs> keep pointing them out to us <laughs> so we can keep on. All right. What is yeah. it? One more time. Another, another, another satisfying racial moment. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you are one this evening, Pastor. I usually am. This morning, I'm sorry. Uh, well, here's something I think I need you to uh, take a look at. Uh, please, everybody wants you to please talk to Brother Herschel Walker. He is done running for any political office, but he tried to board a plane last uh -huh. week, and he didn't show his ID. He pulled out freedom papers. You're going to have to talk to him, Pastor. <laughs> You have no. to have a conversation. <laughs> no, I, he's a fine example of allowing white folk to use you. And then when they done, you ain't even got a passport. They done handed your black ass some freedom paper. And <laughs> you just, your dumb ass is walking around showing that as your ID. But you're, and just as proud. 
And, uh, and what made it extra ignorant was they pinned it on his lapel. Oh. Can he you know, read? Yeah, yeah, Come you on. know, and he just point to it and they take it off and read it. Now he still can't get on no plane or nothing, but at least he sit in the lounge eating cotton candy, singing old spirituals. Uh, uh, <laughs> too much. <laughs> the ignorance never, ever stops on this show because coming up next oh, it is Ask the CLO, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building right after right this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, former NBA coach Bill Jackson says he hasn't watched an NBA game since 2020 because of Black Lives Matter signage. What? We'll talk about that. Uh, King Charles premieres this fall on CNN with Gail King and Charles Barkley. What? They did it. Okay. We talked about that. Yeah. And a viewer sadly bid farewell to Snowfall and Franklin Saint with tons of praise for Damson Idris. That's all coming up at the top of the hour. But right now it is time to ask the CLO. This runs from Anonymous in Pennsylvania, who writes, My husband is a former pastor that has put out the church. He was put out the church for allegedly stealing money. Uh, I have a nice jewelry and I have other luxuries, but my husband earned a great salary for what he did. So I shouldn't have to stop wearing my nice things to make people stop gossiping. Why is my husband asking me to do this? Mm. Well, because your husband know where the jewelry come from. Mm, not from his nice salary. No. His nice salary appears so nice because he was stealing. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is fact. Yeah, he was stealing. That that salary wasn't that nice. Now, you want to stop where he got put out to church. Now, what where y'all at with his jewelry on? Yeah. What See, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to start wearing your jewelry to dinner when y'all go to dinner and stuff. But you all up at another church. Now, you got put out this one church. Now, you over here at this church. They know how y'all got over here. He's saying you got to quit wearing this stuff to remind people of just how much I stole. <laughs> That's all he's saying. Yeah. It's painful. That's it. I can't keep I can't keep looking at you coming here with all these weeks of stealing. I... <laughs> From the church? Yeah. Wow. Sad. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Put on your costume jewelry. All right. Uh, Pasha in White Plains says, My boyfriend and I lived together and his stepsister came to stay with us and brought a friend. My man did not mind at all because the friend was built like Meg the Stallion. Uh-oh. The weekend was fine, but he's mad at me because I was kind of rude. Was I wrong for wanting to know beforehand who's coming? Mm. Well, it's your house. Yeah. You got every right to set rules and boundaries and know you ain't got to let nobody live in your house you don't want to. Meg up in there creating competition. Woo. Meg up in there got all eyes on me. Apple bottom, Meg, you want a bite? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to go and get on another flight. Oh, yeah. Hold up. <laughs> That's the next part. Okay. Megan finna come and stay with us tonight. 
<laughs> Stallion make me wanna bite. Hold up. All right, um, Wendy in Talladega says, I'm sleeping with the man I work with. I sent myself roses to make him think they were from another man. He stopped talking to me, so it didn't work. Should I admit what I did? Yeah, I mean, it backfired. He didn't stop talking to you because he figured you sleeping with somebody else now. Mm-hmm. Hello. And he didn't want that. He thought he had something solo. See, y'all, this ain't what y'all do now. Tricks is for kids, silly rabbit. <laughs> this ain't what y'all do. Mm-hmm. See, you, if you ain't never been tricky before, you can't start this as an adult. <laughs> oh, this has- you have to have been tricky as a child. <laughs> oh, wow. Like what? Who's tricky as a child? Who ain't? I've been lying. <laughs> uh-huh. So- Every since. <laughs> yeah. I could talk. That's a shame. <laughs> That's not, that's being that's not a badge though. of honor. That's being what? Hey, little boy. Little Steve. Your name Steve? <laughs> your name little Stevie? Uh-uh. You lied about that? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. I don't, I don't. Because then, don't see, I don't know if little Stevie done done something that's going to uh-huh. get little Stevie ass in trouble. <laughs> so if you don't know I'm Steve, yeah. Why would I admit to be? Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. I've lied to me. all the parents on the street. This <laughs> so, Stevie, wow. you seen Ricky? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I know Ricky over there behind the tree. <laughs> I know your mom knew when you were lying. I know she did. Of course she all did. All moms know. Yeah. Of course yeah. she did. They know uh-huh. when their kids are lying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you got one more time to lie to me. And. Well, I figured I wasn't going to lie just one more time, so that what didn't apply to me. (laughs) You got one more time to lie to me. Well, I'm finna finna be so repetitive with them. You must not be talking to me. She going to be exhausted from the beatings. Yeah. From counting the lies. (laughs) Yeah, because you're not going to stop. Because I said one more. (laughs) Well, here go 10 before noon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we ain't got the afternoon yet. <laughs> Who lost this key on top of this can of spam? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know we ate spam. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was Boy, real ham. You know good and hell well we eat spam. I just made you a spam sandwich yesterday. Is that what that was? <laughs> oh my gosh. I be damned. Mama. You're lying. I never. Girl, you sure can't cook. Because I sure, I swear to God, I thought that was chicken. Oh, the truth will do. Uh, yes. Not for me. All right. Last one, Steve. Last one. This is from Marilyn in Augusta, who writes, I'm 32 years old, and I have four guys that I'm seeing. I am dating with a purpose, but none of them want to get married. Do I keep enjoying myself with them in the meantime or cut them off now to make room for a man with my same goals? Hmm. What, what, what do you think? You, you describe <laughs> the scenario, and in your question, seems like there is an answer. Uh-huh. You got four guys you date. Yeah. You can't be giving your all to any one of them. And any one of them can't be giving you their all because your time is split four ways. Mm-hmm. So now this game you playing and you talking about you enjoying it. Well, I guess they are too. 
So why would they want to marry somebody when they can get the milk without buying the cow? Because all this enjoyment you have, and you better believe they better be enjoying themselves somewhere for them to have stuck around this long. Wow. So now, should you get rid of all of them and find somebody that's like-minded? Why don't you... You need to fix your mind first yeah. because you don't know what you <laughs> <Right>. want. <laughs> you dating four guys at once and you think this is cool. That's this new generation, though. Y'all y'all, y'all got it twisted. Huh. And How Uncle many Steve tried have you dated at one time this. in the past? How many what? How many women have you dated in the past? How many at one time? Oh, probably. Here come the lie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That. It's no reason to lie. Oh, go to break. You might want to go to break, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know one time, probably at least. Oh, look at the time. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> two, three, it's two. four. We got to go. We got to yeah. go. Two. She got four. She a girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough said. You, that's our answer right there. <laughs> Talk about. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Well, Phil Jackson, we haven't heard from him in a while. He is back in the news. He's commonly known, we all know Phil Jackson, as one of the greatest coaches of the NBA with 11 championships. Well, Phil recently did an interview with a record executive, Rick Rubin, and admitted that he has not watched an NBA game since back in 2020 when the players were in the, quote, bubble in Orlando during the pandemic. He insinuated without directly saying the words that when the NBA public supported the Black Lives Matter movement, that was too much for him. There's no doubt that what he's taught that what he's talking about is that and social media has been buzzing about it. Take a listen. I watched some of the game evolve and decided and they went into the lockout year and they did something that was kind of wanky. They did a bubble down in Orlando mm-hmm. and all the teams that could qualify went down there and mm-hmm. stayed down there. Mm-hmm. No audience. And they had things on their back like, you know, justice. And uh, yeah, I made a little funny thing like, uh, you know, justice just went to the basket and uh, equal opportunity just knocked him down. And uh, somebody, I uh, have another name for a guy who has jersey in the back of a jersey, had some other slogan. So my grandkids thought that was pretty funny to, to, to play up those names. So I, I, I couldn't watch that. And then Lakers won, actually. They, they won that year. And, uh, do you feel like it just made little of the game? Like it made it like a sideshow? What do you think it was that turned you off? Well, it was, it was, uh, they even had slogans on the floor, on the baseline. It was catering. It was trying to cater to an audience or trying to bring a certain audience into play. And it, they didn't know it was turning other people off, you know? Mm-hmm. People, people want to see sports as non-political. Okay. You know, he was doing okay till he got there with that explanation. You know, the the... the Non-equality throws, uh, injustice to the floor. He was, he was doing okay right in there. He hadn't really said anything, but then the stuff on the floor and basketball is not political. We would love to be able to play a game without race being involved. We would love Phil Jackson to be able to go to work without race being involved. We'd love to get pulled over by the police without race being involved. We would love to play our music without race, to reach for our cell phone without race. We'd love to walk around the back and check on that grandmama's house without race involved. We'd love to walk down the streets and drink iced tea with Skittles and not have race involved. We'd love to wear a hoodie and not have race involved. We would love so many things to not have race involved, but we do. Now, your ass done got old, and now you making dumbass statements. As great of a coach as you were, as as good of a philosopher as you were, and now your ass done got old and ignorant. You and your little redneck-ass kids. Them grandkids of yours, all of them. You should have took the time to explain to them what they were trying to do. Yeah, teaching moment. Mm-hmm. But see, you ain't you ain't got enough sense to do that. You won't let your little dumbass grandkids sit up in here and pass judgment on stuff that don't affect their life. Because they don't know what racism is. You didn't take the time to explain to them that all them black people that gave you all that money and made it possible for you to have all them championship rings, all them black people that you done rolled a whole career on, 
Because if you take them black people out the scenario, your ass got zero rings. Just regular. Just regular. Yes. Right. Just regular. <laughs> you just over. You might as well just go on the Colgate and start coaching. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well said, Absolutely. Steve. Well said. We so I don't, even, I don't yeah. even know why we be. These people kill me, man, once they get off somewhere and get disconnected. How, they, how soon you forget. Mm-hmm. How quickly yeah. you forget. The privilege. The yeah. privilege of it yeah. all. Yeah. To, to be able to do to say that, yeah. How dare we you have say to that take this, this league of African American men cannot have social awareness about things that are affecting them in their yeah. race? How dare you? And, say and that? that's the good yeah. thing about this generation of players right here. They gonna make you see them. That's the yeah. that's you're right. True. You're right. They gonna make you. You're right. But so we've been doing it. We've been life. doing it since Jim Brown, mm-hmm. Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. We've been doing it since Tiger then, Woods. man. Uh-huh. We've been doing it way back before you had color Jackie film. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it. We did it with Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. We yeah. did it with uh, the boxer. Um, uh, uh, so many. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. We did it with Joe Lewis. We, we've been having them take Everybody. these sports and ram it back yeah. down y'all damn throat, man, because y'all, what? Yeah. The, the Williams sisters. Yeah. How about the black people that had to go to war, fought in a war, and then come back and found out they still couldn't sit at the lunch counter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Up here still surviving and sister. protecting your funky country. And then come back and can't sit down at the lunch counter. Man, miss me, Phil. Take your old ass somewhere and retire. Quit talking. Yeah. <laughs> Quit yeah, getting on the radio. Stop doing shows. Stop stop interjecting about how black people feel because you do not know. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, another thing. He act like Michael Jordan needed coaching. <laughs> <laughs> you not seeing what he doing? What you gonna tell Mike? <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Yes, we can go on and on. Mm-hmm. We can go mm-hmm. on and on and on. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Yes, Appreciated that one. Right All right. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, they were back to back. There were back to back shootings in D.C. over the weekend, wounding a total of eight people. We're going to talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What a sad story. Uh, eight people, including a 12-year-old girl, were injured in two different shootings in southeast Washington, D.C. on Friday night. In the first mass shooting, seven adult male victims were shot shortly after 10 p.m. and taken to, uh, taken to area hospitals. A Metro Police Information Officer reported that all seven victims are in stable condition with non-life-threatening wounds. Minutes after the first shooting, then a second shooting occurred just minutes away from the first shooting. A young female was shot in her leg. Her injuries are also non-life-threatening. This marks the 169th, 169th mass shooting in the U.S. this year. Now, this is according to the Gun Violence Archives. April. Yeah, Uh, it's just April. Exactly. We're just into the fourth month of this year. We have eight more to go. This is terrible. It's terrible. And any shooting with more than four victims is now classified as a mass shooting. 
Tired of saying it. The, yeah, yeah, the government leaders, they yeah. don't care. They don't they, care. Yeah, they don't care. They don't want to change the They're not the changing laws. the law. They're yeah. not. No. Exactly they're not going to put in more guns. Exactly right, Carla. They're not going to do nothing about it. We can sit over here and cry and whine all yeah. we want. Mm-hmm. they taking the money from the NRA, and that's all that matters. And they're not going to stop taking the money. And I'm yeah. going to stop asking them to stop taking yeah. the money because they're not. Because yeah. they're not. Non-issue they just had an NRA them. convention in Indianapolis, what, a week or that's two right. weeks last ago? Weekend, last weekend, right? All yeah. of those leaders are there, fresh mm-hmm. off the shootings in Nashville, fresh off of yeah. all of this. They still go to the NRA. They still go yeah. to these conventions and hold on to the Second Amendment. They don't yeah. want to yeah. change it. They don't want to change gun laws, red flag laws, nothing to protect American citizens. It's, it's just baffling. How many people got to die? For them to wake up, it, how many people? As many as as many that die as do die. Apparently, as, so. uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. This is, I right, have um, an idea. What? But it'll cost me my entire career. So okay, go ahead well, to the say next story. Yeah. All right. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We're moving on to a little more pleasant things. Um, about a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this. It is official now. Charles Barkley and Gail King will be the hosts of a CNN show uh, that will premiere this fall and air on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Gail joined Barkley on Saturday during TNT's pregame show to make the announcement and talk about the new show, which will cover politics. It'll cover current new topics. And Gail said the show won't always be so heavy. It might get into food. It might get into pop culture and uh, whatever else they want to touch on that's in the news cycle that week. And the best part, I guess, is the name of the show, and that's King Charles. King Charles. Okay. Yeah. My my question is, I'm watching Gail. Uh I've got to see this. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like it's going to be fun. Look look out for it this fall. Now, coming up next, Sister Odell is here. We'll talk to her right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Sister Odell is here. Good morning, Sister Odell. To the day I die, <laughs> oh, <we laughs> so, all right, all right. Good morning, everyone. Good, good morning, morning, morning Mr. Odell. Good, good. Good. What is it, Shirley? What's going on? Well, you know what? I just wanted to quickly get your opinion on this. You you know uh NFL player Jalen Hurts, right? He just signed that mega contract. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's, he's featured on the May June cover of Essence magazine. He praises black women, but most importantly, Sister Odell, he praises his grandmother, Cindy. He calls her Granny Cindy in his Essence article. Jalen says he loves him some Granny Cindy, and she's a staple of his spirituality. All right. He said she always told him to ask God for what he wants and ask God for what he needs. She said that God already knows, but it's okay to say it in a prayer. He also said that Granny Cindy is a great cook, and he won't eat chitterlings chitlins and pig feet unless Granny Cindy cooks them. Unless she makes mm. them. Okay. So do you have any grandchildren, Sister Odell? I mean, you That's see how good. I, Well, you. I know his... I didn't know Cindy, oh, but I oh. know her mama. Oh, What was her oh. mother's name? We called her B.M. 
B B M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Mama hurt. Oh. <laughs> big Mama hurt. <laughs> yeah, big we knew her. Hurt. That way, you know, Jayla's great great grandmama named Big Mama hurt. Uh huh. And then she had Cindy, uh-huh. and then Cindy had Jalen Mama. Uh huh. And then that's when Jalen wrote the letter. Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, and B.M. Uh-huh. Big Mama taught her how to make uh, chitlins and pig feet. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. The which right. a special recipe been passed down. And he wrote the letter for uh, black women. It was beautiful, and it was things that he should have did. What he, he wasn't going to write it about white women. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Because <laughs> Big Mama Hurt was dark as midnight. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> this show wasn't fit to be about white women's stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, so do you have grandchildren? You have a favorite? Well, I don't want to talk about grandkids because, you know, this is not just going to take away from what the real truth. You need to. Uh-huh. Uh, this What's is re- we're coming up with the real truth. The reason he wrote about black women is because what is he writing about white women, folks? <laughs> let's just True. talk about their contribution. They ain't did nothing to make a flag. Betsy Ross, that line heifer didn't make no flag. (laughs) That flag was not made by Betsy Ross. I'm telling you right now, white folks is taking credit for things they never did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, who Mm -hmm. made it? Who made the flag if Betsy Ross didn't do it? Big Mama Hurt made that flag. (laughs) Oh, okay. See, that's why y'all in here talking about they're going to give the credit to Betsy Ross. Mm -hmm. That's what the history books say. Uh huh. Name something else they give white women credit for. Think of something. Uh, Estee Lauder and her makeup empire. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Girl, see that right? They stole that name. From who? That was Esther Claudine. (laughs) (laughs) And they changed it to Estee Lauder to make it sound French. Mm. That was Esther Claudine. And she had the makeup on. She put that on because that's what she wore to church. Oh. Mm. Sweating in them fields all day long And she just coming there just looking just as pretty mm-hmm. And then that white woman saw it And then stole the whole idea from her And then called it Esther Lauder It's Esther Claudine, heifer <laughs> <laughs> What else? What, what about the, the suffragettes Who, you know, fought for the right for women To get voting rights and all of that Who? The suffragettes, you know, the white women, the suffragettes. Oh, uh, ain't they got a lot of nerve talking about suffering? What the hell they know about suffering? <laughs> Sister Dale, oh, suffragettes. <laughs> Should have called their ass suffer less, because that's what they did. Okay. I be damn. A bunch of white women talking about we the suffragettes. Where did you suffer? Uh, the nephew with this prank phone call for today is up next, <laughs> right after this. See ya. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is fighting the power every day. And um, hmm, we'll get into that in just a few, find out what that's all about. But right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call for today. Neff, what you got for us today? Well, it's hmm. Monday, sir. I got to be yeah. extra stupid today. It's Monday morning. Uh-huh. He's gonna drop it on you, you know. I'm building my stupid up, starting on a high stupid, and just keep going. Cause, cause Saturday I'm in Philly, you know. So I got to be. I just have to start oh, my stupid build. out at the beginning of the week, build yeah, up. and get it going. So uh, this one right here is when your you, sex. I have a question for you. Sure. When, when did you stop? 
Well, well it um, stop. I just start like, when I when I, when, it's, when it's a week that I gotta perform. I just start it early and get it on a high level. I, I, like, my, that has nothing to do with the question I asked. My question was, when whenever you stop being stupid. I have. Uh, I mean, I take I take it down a notch sometimes. Over the weekend, I might bring it down, but then I'm, you know, I got to take it back up. Now, take you see it what I'm saying? Up. Yeah. I know we take a lot of time with this, but I'm trying to get to the understanding. So you really think because you are unaware of your stupidity that it is that's what you call taking it down? Well, you know, you you can't. It's hard to keep it up on a high level. Huh? Mm. I mean, I bring it down mid range. What? Got to be. What? Got to what? Be. It's got to be. Listen, man, if I, I'm 53,000 feet in the air and mm-hmm. I take it down to 50, you know, 50,000, ain't I still uh, up there? Yeah, you <laughs> are. That's High you. as hell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's you. That part, Junior, that part. I like That's you. It. Take it down. It's still a level. I'm, just, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with y'all. Listen, it's levels of stupidity. All right? And I'm on a certain level today. I'm trying to start it on a high level today. You, so this is... Huh? You're the race against yourself. Oh. Have you ever heard... You heard the book by uh, Ricky Minor. Great book title. Ain't no traffic on the extra mile. Mm. Mm. You're so extra damn stupid. <laughs> that you out there by yourself. Ain't no traffic. <laughs> well, you, you're the only one. <laughs> you know what? I'll, 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 and I'll accept that. I will accept that. Yes. You ain't got to turn your blinker on. Just get over. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your This right here is called Your Sex is Too Loud. Your Sex is Just Too Loud. Cat Dog. Let's be stupid. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Cedric. Cedric. Uh, you have the wrong number. This is his wife, though. Can I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm calling you from the front desk here at the uh, at the Hilton Hotel, and I've called the the room a few times, and you guys you guys haven't answered. So we actually uh, went a little further and got the number that's connected with the credit card. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be calling your number like this, but the people are complaining about you guys on the floor that you guys are staying on. And they're saying that the, uh, sex, is too, the sex is too loud coming from I'm you all. I'm sorry? Wait, wait a minute. What did you say? The people on you all's floor are saying that the sex is too loud coming from you and your husband's room. Wait, what the f*** is going on here? I am at home, and that mother is out of town, so... What are you saying to me? Uh, can, I, can, I, can I get you to hold on for a second? Sure. Some that's, that's his. That's his. This is his wife on the phone right now. But she said she's at home. That's what she's telling me. She's telling me she's at home. But she's not upstairs. No. She's not upstairs. Evidently in a different city. What am I supposed to say to her? Okay. Okay. Uh, ma'am? Yes. Okay, well, I'm sorry. What's your name again? Dominique. Okay, Dominique. Uh, look, you know what? We won't worry about it. We'll, we'll fix it. What, do, what uh, do you mean? Don't worry about it. You just called me to tell me that basically, my husband is having sex with someone at the hotel, and now you're acting like I'm just supposed to act like this didn't happen. Hello. Yeah, yeah. And it, I did it, hear it, you talking in the background. You heard who? I heard you. Okay, hold, hold on. Hold on. Can you hold on again, please? And uh, where are you at? 
Which is this? Which hotel is this? But just hold, hold, hold on for a second, man. I didn't hit the mute button. I didn't hit the hold button. No, she heard everything we was talking about. I don't know. What am I supposed to say to her? The guy won't answer the phone, and it's noise coming from the room all day. All right. Hello? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dominique, Miss uh, Dominique, I want to apologize. We thought we were... Uh, apology is not going to do it. I can solve the problem for you. What's your address? Tell me your address. Uh, I'm, I'm not at liberty to, to give that information. This is some bull****, some real bull****. Can you put your manager on the phone or something? Um, I mean, my manager is actually in a meeting right now. I don't... Ms. Dominique, I just want to say, I, I, I just, I, I truly apologize. I... I mean, I thought I was calling the person that was in the room. I'm, I'm really, really. You know sorry. what? I don't know what to say. There is nothing to say unless you're going to give me your address right now, so I could be on my way over there. Uh, what city are you in? Don't worry about where I'm at. I can get to you and his. Ass. You know what? I'm going to call this mother myself, and he better. Wait, 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 my wait. Call. Oh, okay, wait a minute. I can though. solve this... your whole situation. Okay, but I'm hang calling on. his ass right now. Okay, but will you wait? Cause you're gonna mess around. I'm gonna lose my job. If I don't give goes... a f about your job right now. Bro, you told me that my husband is some other b in your hotel. Do you think I care? So what's your address so I could be on my way? Okay, okay, okay. My, 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 Actually, my... let me just call him. No, 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 no. My, my manager my manager coming now. My manager oh, coming. now your manager is available. How convenient. Okay. So my I manager talked. I don't want to talk to my... your manager. Okay. I thought you wanted to talk to the manager. I'm f pissed off right now so either you're going to give me your address can i put this is my manager tommy can i put tommy on the phone sure hey dominique yes this is tommy okay tommy what's going on uh your worker called me to tell me that my husband was having sex in your hotel too loud and i asked his address and he won't give it to me and I'm on my way down there, and I'm about to call my husband since he won't answer your call. And I did hear him talking to you in the background. Okay. Well, did you hear who he was talking to? No, I didn't. Okay. He was talking to me, but do you know who I am? No, I don't. And I don't really care. But do you know Tommy at all? Do I know Tommy? No. Do you know Tommy? No. Okay. Do you know nephew Tommy? From the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Do you know Are him? you <laughs> kidding? You asshole. How dare you? That's messed uh, up, Tommy. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm not your friend right now, Tommy. And I don't like you anymore. I just want you to know. Uh, oh, come on, Tommy. Come on. Come that on. ain't funny. <laughs> it's not funny, Tommy. It's really not. Okay. All right. I don't want to get off the phone and we're on bad terms now. We got to get back. We got to be on good terms when we get off the phone. Okay. Come on, mm. Dominique. Laugh, laugh with me, baby, please. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know if you'd be laughing if somebody called you with this. But okay. I would. Fine. I would. Yo, you have a sister. Your sister's name is Lydia. Am I right? Yes. Lydia is who got me to prank phone call you, baby. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's it's really going down now. I got something for you and her. Don't let me see you in the streets, Tommy. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Before you go, at least give me this. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, let me ask. 
you know, Steve Harvey and Nephew Tommy. You know what, Tommy? You used to be my favorite, but now I'm rolling with Steve. You could kiss my ass. Oh, come on. <laughs> did I, did right, I prove nephew. it? Did I, as long as I proved it. Every day in every okay. way. Okay. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, fighting the power every day. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70, but it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, Hims is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM by, click, by clicking on Submit Strawberry Letter. You never know, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And it could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject, fighting the power every day. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for almost five years, but I really got to know my husband during the pandemic when we had a lot of time to ourselves. I love everything about him from the top of his head down to the big bunions on his feet. My only issue that is driving me crazy is how white he becomes when he is at work around our neighbors and at restaurants. He got a promotion on his job right before everyone started working from home back in 2020, and I was so happy for him and I threw him a small dinner and had napkins printed with HNIC on them. 
Steve, I'm sure you know exactly what that means, and you've never been offended by being called that. Well, my husband was offended and wouldn't let me use the napkins. While we were working from home for almost a year, I noticed a change in how he talked and how he acted on uh, a lot of the video conferences with his coworkers. He was trying to use a lot of big words and sound proper, but it sounded strange with all of the broken English he normally uses. I know he was showing out when he referred to one of the new hires as the new gal. I've told him to be himself and everyone will still like him, but he thinks he needs to sound and act like them to be on their level. His two black homeboys joked with him about how white he acted at a bar and then went back to being a black man on the baseball basketball court. My husband said he's fighting the power every day, but what is he even talking about? I'm writing you because he's getting whiter by the day and now he wants to go wig shopping with me. If he asks me to go blonde, I'm knocking him out. How do I get my country soulful bearded spades playing back breaking husband back? Well, I mean, I think you still have your husband. I don't think he's gone anywhere. You just have different versions uh, of the man. I mean, you know, we all change up to some degree uh, depending on the situation. I mean, we all do it. Uh, and, and why are you all up in your husband's business like that anyway? I mean, his it's his business, his work. If it's working for him at work, then let him do him and you just do you. I mean, who's this harming? It looks like you're making a problem where there is none. And it sounds like your husband has found what works for him at work and he's working it. As long as he's treating you well and, and doing the things that make you happy, what what is the problem? Or, or, I mean, I don't get it. Hasn't he been at the job for a long time? You said he just got a promotion, but he's been doing this what he does for a long time and to answer your question yes every black man and black person in the world knows what h-n-i-c means and it's not a good thing necessarily it's a sarcastic joke at best and that's what your husband didn't think was funny and he didn't want the napkins at the party it's not flattering and it can be offensive it is offensive how is it that no one else thinks it's funny but you uh and maybe his two black homeboys you said um I, I, I don't know anyone who thinks it's funny unless someone's laughing behind their back. I, I just say leave him alone. You don't have to agree with what he's doing, but you don't have to ridicule him. You don't have to make fun of him either. As long as he's being real with you, that's all that should matter. You don't have to be his mother or his judge. Steve? Well, damn, Shirley. Well, <laughs> guess we read two different letters. <laughs> well, fighting the pie every day. I have uh, some mixed emotions about this letter. I'm going to give a very conflicting answer because it's a very conflicting situation. Because I can see both sides of this, and I also know the consequences of both sides, too. I will give you a share of what I'm thinking. Been married for five years, but you really got to know him during the pandemic. You love everything about him from the top of his head to his toes. The issue that you have is driving you crazy is how white he becomes when he's at work. Around our neighbors and at restaurants. He got a promotion on his job right before everybody started working from home back in 2020. I was so happy for him, I threw a small dinner and had napkins printed with H-N-I-C on them. Now, Steve, I'm sure you know exactly what that means, and you've never been offended by calling that. Well, I do know exactly what that means. And no, I'm not offended by that. 
I have referred myself as that on many occasions. <laughs> I have proudly stuck out my chest and walked around as that. I'd have wanted napkins, T-shirts, bumper stickers. I'd have ordered everything. <laughs> I'd have had a flag. If I could put a flag on front of my house, <laughs> instead of American flag on 4th of July, I had an HNIC flag for me. <laughs> Hell, everybody else got a flag. Why can't we have a flag? I'm all about the flag, man. Anyway, my husband was offended and wouldn't let me use the napkins. Now, let me explain something to you. The problem you're having is how white he becomes when he's at work, neighbors, and restaurants. Now, here's to back up your husband. Your husband is aware of the fact that a lot of us are aware of is that we have to have two masks in order to survive in this world. We have two masks. He has a mask for them, and he has a mask for him. And that mask for him has gotten him paid. Put your mask on, dog, and play the game. That's all he's doing. Now, I'm going to tell you the problem with that because I know what happens. Yeah, We'll be back. All right. We'll be back with part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, fighting the power every day. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Fighting the power every day. Well, this lady loves her husband, but she has an issue with him on how white he becomes when he's at work around their neighbors and at restaurants. He got a promotion on his job before the pandemic struck. You was happy for him, so you threw a small dinner and you had napkins printed with H-N-I-C on it. Now she said, Steve, I'm sure you know exactly what that means and you've never been offended by being called that. No, not amongst my friends, no. Now you can't be nobody else. It can't be nobody else at the party. But if me and my homies is at the party, we got them napkins taped on our T-shirts. <laughs> I pull up in an all-white van with black letters on it, H-E-N-I-C, <laughs> at my dinner party. My dinner party, I only got paper plates made with H-E-N-I-C on it. I got all the cooks at the house wearing aprons with it on there. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no problem with it. <laughs> You're absolutely right about Steve Harvey. But your husband was offended and wouldn't let me use the napkins. Now, while we're working from home, I've noticed a change in how he talked and acted on the video conference with his co-workers. He was using a lot of big words and sound proper, but it sounded strange with all the broken English he normally uses. Let me get to what's going on here. Your husband has uh, had to play the game to get to where he is. And all of us are aware of this, and we know we need two masks. You got a mask for yourself. And you got a mask for them. And you got to put it on to play the game. And don't act like you don't. I have a mask that I put on when I'm talking to my wife. She can't have the same mask when I'm talking with my boys. So I got to speak differently. Every man, when they wife come around, starts talking and behaving a little bit differently because she in the room or she can hear. And you know that's a fact. 
Junior. I'm doing it now. <laughs> Is Tommy on the Zoom? No, but I'm doing it now. I know. I know. Yeah. I know you. I just want you to know. Yeah. You got to put these masks on. It's two different masks. I tell you who else wear masks? Church people. Mm. Church people have masks good good too. Oh wait, man. Huh? You know who taught that to me? Kirk Franklin. <laughs> me and Kirk Franklin was on tour together, and I came up with the idea, and I said, "Well, Kirk, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna let you go last, man. I'm gonna just go and get out the way." He said, "No, nah, man, you a bigger star." I said, "No, nah, bro." He said, "He said, no, nah, it's Steve. Quit tripping, man." He said, "These same folks that come see me on Sunday, they put that they put that mask on to come see me." They got their other mask on on Saturday night when they come to the club see you. Oh, man. Me and Kirk Franklin had a whole tour like that. And then we called it behind the scenes to put your mask on tour. <laughs> yep. And people been doing it. And black people have to put that mask on to go to work sometimes. Yep. Because if we don't put that mask on, we're not going to keep our job. No. <laughs> We're not going to be able to keep our job. <laughs> because if we come that in there part. as the real us, Ooh, let me tell you something. They ain't going to be able to handle it. Now, you yeah. talking about how you, his friends were messing around with him. Uh, or his two black homeboys joked him about how white he acted at a bar and then went back to being black when they was on basketball court. See, homie done got tired of it. He done got played. He done figured out how to get paid, and he playing the game. That's all it is, man. He just playing the game. Now, I'm writing you because he's getting whiter by the day, and now he wants to go wig shopping with me. Now, homeboy, now you're taking this too far now. You have to take your mask on off when you go home. See, that's his problem now. He done forgot that he has to take the mask off. He could have took the mask off when he was down at the bar with his homeboys, but he forgot. He saw them and he kept it on. See, that's the problem. He on the video conference, put your mask on. When I go to Family Feud, I put the mask on. I go to Judge Show, I put the mask on. Now, I have it cocked a little bit. <laughs> like it's not all the way on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got that Grace Jones mask where I look like Phantom of the Opera. That's right, yeah. Shirley. Well, I got a mask on, but you can still see me. <laughs> That's the only thing about Steve. I'm old enough and been in the game long enough where my mask is the Phantom of the Opera mask. <laughs> I got, but if I take that whole damn mask off, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just talking for every black person that's listening to this show that understands what we're saying. Mm -hmm. You got to put that mask yeah, on. Everybody because if you don't, man, game over. That's it. Homeboy Justin forgot to take it off when he come home. That's all it is. Now y'all going wig shopping? And you said if he asked me to go blonde, I'm knocking him out. Knock him out. How do I get my country soul for bearded spades playing back breaking husband back? Oh, so now he in there. Oh, he don't play spades no more. See, you done took this mask thing too far. <laughs> yeah. He ain't breaking backs no more. Oh, he in there making love like with his mask on. Oh. How is it? How's it going? How do you like it? <laughs> tap, tap. How's that for you? Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, what's my name? Say Harvey it. Say <laughs> it.
to comment on today's Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Steve. You can also check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Oh, man. Did you see it? Tommy, did you see it Saturday night? Javante Tank Davis versus King Ryan Garcia. Saw it. Oh, my gosh. Saw it. Saw it. They put it on in my trailer for me. I was working late. I came off stage at the last show. Yeah. Housewives of Atlanta at Playing Celebrity Family. And the ladies look wonderful, man. Them girls was fly. Mm, uh, yeah, Kenya Moore, uh, Sonya yeah. Richardson, uh, oh. Dawn, uh, Marlo, mm-hmm. and Sheree. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, them, yeah, them girls was clean. They look good. And they beat the uh, Housewives of Orange County. Oh, okay. okay. That's well, another thank one. Thank you for that, doing the sports thing. <laughs> it's all good, yeah. huh? Listen, uh, what happened to him? Because I couldn't tell what happened. It was so fast. I told you. Hey, man, let me tell you something. When when Javante hit him with that shot, I jumped up and said, oh, he blanked him up. He blanked him (laughs) up. And everybody was sitting there like, dog, what you talking about? But I saw the shot. Yeah. And it was a delayed reaction. And he took about four steps back. He looked like he's in the box, and he just dropped to his knees. Was it to the kidney? What was it? What was it was that? in that liver, dog. Okay. See, ah. look, man. These cats weigh 135 pounds at the weigh-in. They ain't nothing but lean muscle mass. Right. When he hit him, look at the slow motion. His whole back shake. How? They ain't nothing but muscle. Yeah. He, he wasn't braced for that shot at all. Nah. As nah, soon man. as he hit him with it, I said... He blanked him up. He blanked him up. And everybody in my trailer was going, what? And then he took four steps back and dropped to his knee. I know. I've yeah. seen that shot before. Have yeah, been- man. His whole cup is full of pee. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. No, don't. That's real. His whole cup is just, when he got to the dressing room and took his cup off, it yeah. just ran down <laughs> Yeah. Man. Don't say anything. They fast, yeah. man. That's they what happened, man. Speed. You know, also, but that's man, a bad that's... boy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, let me tell you something. Ain't nobody else going to be able to whoop this boy. Let me ask you something, Uncle. You think they're going to have a, 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 a second fight? You think Hell they're gonna get, yeah. They got to have a yeah, second. I see a rematch. They got to have a Dog, rematch. This on greatest it. fight. Hell yeah, they fighting again. <laughs> Hell that's funny, yeah. <laughs> and we gonna watch it again. <laughs> that's it, man. That's that's that, that was a good fight, man. Congratulations, champ, uh, man. We are gonna have to see what happens again. Shirley, that's all I got for sports, right there. All right, that's it. all right. Was junior. it a fight in the stands, Junior? I didn't see no fight in the stands. He usually huh? always is. There was something who, who going fight? on in the stands. I don't know. There was something <laughs> going on in the stands. I, I didn't see that. All right, well, thank you, Junior. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, a husband and wife, Steve, need some advice on finances in their marriage. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's estimated that 85% of all customer service interactions are automated. Customers are the lifeblood of all business. Do you really want to put that responsibility in the hands of a robot? We're Ruby, the team of remote receptionists who answer all your calls and chats live. We take messages, transfer calls, answer questions, and treat everyone like your most valuable customer. We are real people who really care. Visit ruby.com. Or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. This is from Stressed Out in Chicago, Steve. This is a couple that wrote in, uh, they want advice on finances in a marriage. They say, hey, Steve and Morning Show family, we have been married for two years and we bought, we both have our private checking accounts and a joint savings account. We both earn around the same salary and we pay our own car notes and personal expenses like cell phone bills and student loans. The husband doesn't want to get a family plan for the cell phones and he doesn't want to share a household account to pay bills. It seems more like we're roommates than a married couple. Will finances break us up if we don't figure this out? How should finances go in a marriage? Well, I'm just going to tell you, I don't know how they should go, but the best advice I've gotten, and I've given it to people all the time, Mm -hmm. an accountant taught this to me, and it has helped me tremendously. Every married couple should have four bank accounts minimum. Number one, It is the joint household account where both of your checks, you all make the same amount, you said, both of those checks go into the joint household account. From that, all necessities are paid. All bills, electrical, house note, all that, car notes, everything gets paid out of there. Why would you get married if you are not going to act as a unit? If you continue to act separate, you will be separated. (laughs) Marriage is about becoming one. This ain't no magic trick to this. These is the rules. So now, once you start doing everything separate, you will be separated. So that's the first account. Everything goes into one. The second account you need is a joint savings account. After everything is paid, you all decide no matter what, this is how much we are saving. And that goes into that account. No money can be taken out of that account unless both parties sign for it. Then you need the third and the fourth account. He should have a personal account and you should have a personal account. You are not allowed to ask him what he does with his money, nor tell him he's not allowed to ask you or tell you what to do with your money. You all decide which each other's, which each other's allowance is out of the joint savings. Now, I'm going to say something that you are going to disagree with. The woman's cut is normally by people who are in this business to win slightly higher than the man's because it costs more money for them to stay beautiful they got more they got hair they got makeup they got nails they got stuff we don't have Mm -hmm. 
so allow for that in your figuring out whose salary should be what. And oh. then you go there and you ain't even got no hair. So what is your ass complaining about? You need they makeup go one but you don't wear. Without anything, can they just be bare? No, we one cannot. Month? No. No, do you want to take her somewhere bare? No, we ain't gonna go nowhere that much. Okay, no, we'll no, see no. right there. Then, see, see. whatever. And then, and then you'll have a happy marriage, because then you're acting as a unit. You're saving together. You're compiling your resources together. Two is stronger than one. Okay. It's just stronger when you go together, and that's what uh, an accountant taught me. And Marjorie has her own account. I can't tell her what to do. I can't say nothing. She gets more in her account than I do. Now, Steve, I ain't nowhere here. You, I'm out here working and all this. It's all right, dog. We got enough. We all right. Ain't nobody hurt. The money I got is, is enough for me. Every now and then, every now and then, I'm, I might run out. Every now and then. But then guess what? I can go right over there to that joint account and take, it, take that money out and move it. But I cannot move the savings. I cannot move it. Okay. All right. Mm. I think Dang. hopefully she run out all the time. <laughs> yeah. I know I would. Go Marjorie. Go Marjorie. <laughs> all right. Thank you for that, Steve. Hope that helps. Stressed out in Chicago. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, rapper Afro Man has announced he is running for U.S. president come 2024 and filed documents with the Federal Elections Commission, which are required to run for president in the U.S., and this is according to TMZ. According to them, Afro Man's presidential committee name will be Joseph Afro Man Foreman for president. All right. Afro Man intends to run as an independent. And during a performance back in December, he told the crowd about his plans to run for president and tackle the legalization of marijuana. Okay. Uh, there are no additional details about his uh, campaign or stances on any other political issues. He's 48 years old and he's from Palmdale, California. So he's he against the legalization of marijuana? No, 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 no. No, he wants to legalize it. Yeah, he wants oh, his... Well, they're doing yeah. that anyway. I know. It's yeah. already legal in so many states. So what is so nationwide. So yeah. you're saying nationwide everywhere, huh? I don't want him to be my president. I can't be hearing him saying all his press conferences. I don't want to say that. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't even know who he is, so... He had a real popular song, Because I Got High. Because he, I Got High. Yeah. Because I got the, oh, um, that. I was gonna clean my room until I got. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna be the president. I wish I would. I got vote for his ignorant ass. Yeah, he's just gonna take votes away. <laughs> I'll vote for him over Trump. Tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have more yeah. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes. I was after. gonna clean my room. <laughs> we'll play around it with you rather right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for a round of Would You Rather, guys. Would you rather do butt implants as a job, or would you rather be like Dr. Pimple Popper and pop pimples oh, for no, a living? That. I saw that oh, show no. one time. I'm working no. on them asses. That's true. Ain't no way in hell. Nasty ass squeezing stuff. I don't know what people like to see that stuff. Simple ass people. 
that stuff show. oozing out. Okay, man, what? Yellow Every green. Day? Pus. Every day, uh, this man in there had four knots on top of his head. Damn, they look like golf balls. Why the hell you wait that long? <laughs> but, went on the first golf ball. You should have been. Yeah, there. but I mean, yeah, people love her. I'm gonna work yeah, on the butts. I'm going. To she here. healing. She helping. Mm, she is. I, I'm yeah, going in there. I like going in the office and just saying this to him, just right off the bat. Let me tell you something, lady. When I finish with you, that ass gonna be nice. I know that. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. That's be all job. you need to know. Let's get started. So all I of you all are going to do my favorite. This, this, be, this be my line. So how you want that ass? That's it right there. And then I have it in categories. I have like different, like, you know, you get to pick your booty on a chart. <laughs> I have a chart. And yeah. then I have like, it'll start with, uh, some ass. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I have more ass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I have a lot of ass. Yeah. And all you can pick the grand one off. Ass for that? days. That's it. That's Atlanta. And yeah. I just have folk a chart with folk. Pick the one you want. More ass, little ass, more ass, a lot of ass, or ass for days. Which one will you? Ass for days. Ass for days. That's that's twenty two thousand. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve. This sounds like it was inspired by you. Would you rather walk in slow motion everywhere, or would you rather power walk everywhere? Walk in slow motion everywhere or power walk everywhere? Which See, one? Shirley, don't let ass uh, Jay call in here and affect how you talk to me. Uh, I got a damn thing to he do said, with me. You slow walk power everywhere. Walk. No, that's just, you just set up and listen to Jay and you're going to try to use I did not that. even make this up. This has yeah, nothing just, to do with uh, me. Yeah. Would you rather just answer the question, would you rather? You do be on the ground yeah. slow walking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't put myself on the ground. But that's going on what we see. Yes. That's that damn Ellie. Every time I go somewhere, he run outside the door with a damn camera. I'm because I can't, man. Tell him to speed you up, dog. That's all. So what is it? Slow motion or power walking? Power walk. I love power walk. Excuse me. (laughs) Knocking people out of the way. Get out the way. He upset. He won't even answer. Look, he's mad. He's mad mad about Uh it. He's mad. (laughs) Tell your dude to pick up the pace. That's all. Uh (laughs) All right. That's today's round or uh, round adjacent of uh, Would You Rather. (laughs) We'll be back to close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. Before we get out of here, let's say congratulations to Olympic gymnast Simone Biles and her new husband, Jonathan Owens. On Saturday, Simone announced that she and Houston Texans player Jonathan Owens tied the knot. They posted pictures of themselves following the ceremony. So congrats to Simone and Jonathan, uh, otherwise known as Mr. and Mrs. Owens. Yes. The Texans doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all They're can't so play cute no together. damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Take really that, nice. Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh oh. So, uh, take no that, Dallas. That's all y'all got? That's all. Simone Biles got married. Simone Biles got married to a Texan. And yeah. take that, Dallas. That's all we got. Damn. <laughs> That's well, it. something. Yeah. <laughs> But but Steve, here's a question for you before we uh-huh. get out of here. This is from uh, Jody in Montgomery. She uh, she wrote, hey, Steve, I wrote you a while back to see if you would be interested in helping up and coming comics learn the tricks of the trade. I bet it would be a good way for you to earn some good money. <laughs> is this something you'd ever consider doing in your spare time? Maybe online? This is from Jody. Well, how Montgomery. much you want to pay? <laughs> See, all this good money conversation, let's let's get that started. What is you willing to pay to learn the tricks in the trade? But see, here's a problem. Though. Ain't no tricks. It's well. you got to. It's only one way to learn this. You've got to hear your name introduced. Uh-huh. You've got to be introduced. It, nothing here. else fixes this for you. Ladies and gentlemen, from Cleveland, Ohio, Steve Harvey. You need to hear that at least 500 times. Oh, yeah. Before you really understand what the hell going on here. Mm. And until you, well, you know, because this is a business where there's no school for it. You just, the only school Mm -hmm. is the stage. You have to go up there and do it. And it's very difficult to get 500 introductions in because one of them nights it ain't going to go good. A bunch Mm -hmm. of them nights. And you're going to have to go back up there. If this is truly what you're born to do, you'll go back up there. Those, the roughest nights is the next night. Um, it ain't tonight. Mm-hmm. Why is it's that? It's the next night, especially if you've had a bad show. Oh, okay. okay. That's back. a very, very difficult thing to do, man. It's like falling off a horse and getting back up. No, it ain't. No, it ain't nothing like that. It ain't okay. a damn thing. Like it way worth well, falling off a horse. Like. Hell, you can just go get another horse. Try that one. No, <laughs> it's rough, man. When you at a comedy club have a bad show and then you got to go back up there. It's the same stage, same mic, same lights, mm-hmm. same city, same building, and you got to go back. Man, Lord have mercy. Well, oh, Father I- God. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do that online. There ain't no good money in that. I think you should give Jody some credit for trying to think of ways for you to get more money. That's what she's saying. Hey, Jody, Jody, you think how she going to get some money? (laughs) You you can earn good money on the side. No, see, what what, what is she talking about good money, Shell? That's what I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) It kill me when people come to me talking about my life. Don't worry about me. Hey, man, I tell you a story all the time. Like that dude came up to me, Steve Harvey, man. Can I talk to you for a little while? I said, I don't have time, bro. Oh, you don't have 15 minutes to make $10 million? 
I said, bro, let me ask you something. Do you have $10 million? No. I said, okay. Why would you give it to me? <laughs> Think about this, bro. You got a way to get $10 million. Why would you give it $10 million to me? And, and no, I don't have time for you to take up 15 minutes of my day because I have little belief that you know how to get $10 million and you don't have it already. Well, now, Robert Smith something. came up to me and said, Steve, you got 15 minutes, man. I got a way you can make $50 million. I'm finna go, to, I'm finna fly to see Robert Smith. Because he's a billionaire. Because <laughs> uh-huh. he got $50 million. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna go see what he got to say. Yes. Jody just gave you, I mean, a good way to make some extra money. <laughs> Wait, Miss Shirley. <laughs> Joe, who Jody? Jody needed. Shirley, why don't you? Jody why don't you, out of Montgomery said if you would teach us Montgomery, the Montgomery. Say that to yourself comics. now. <laughs> Montgomery. I yes. like Montgomery. Yes. <laughs> I love like Montgomery. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get I you I love away. Montgomery because of one man, mm-hmm. Craig Calhoun. Oh, yeah. The late great. Yeah. Man, best friend I ever had, I lost. Lord have mercy, man. Mm-hmm. Them friendships, man, was real. Mm-hmm. And that's the greatest thing came out of Montgomery to me. Okay, but well, Jody. Well, now Jody. Who's Jody. Make extra money. <laughs> Jody, Aunt Jody, I appreciate it, but Jody, let me, I got an idea for you, Jody. <laughs> to be doing ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Suggestions. Yeah. There's a grocery store uh-huh. in Montgomery that's got some openings. She's a comedian. What better comic. place to get new material than to be a cashier at a grocery store? <laughs> Girl, the material that you would have. Jody got your gal in gone. Jody C. You could just be. Baby boy Jody. Yeah. You just. Girl, you popular. I, I don't need no help, baby. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Well, thanks a lot, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, no extra money for you. Well, okay. Uh, (laughs) Boo-hoo. Oh, I'm so sad. (laughs) Thanks, Jody. (laughs) (laughs) Take us home, Steve. Hey, y'all, y'all have a great day. Talk to God today. He'd absolutely love to hear from you. Peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.